0: Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Path to Freedom podcast. Thank you for dropping in with me. Um it's May. It's crazy. It's uh, I'm recording this. It's May 2nd. This will drop uh Thursday. I guess that'll be May 4th. So, um wanted to just put out a short solo episode this week because there's um, kind of an interesting parallel I wanted to draw between, you know, something I've really been working on in my personal life and, you know, the work I do in, in my consulting business, Path to Freedom. So, you know, like a lot of people at the beginning of the year, or, you know, you could even say towards the end of last year, 2022, you know, I really sat down and, and put some thought into, you know, some goals that I wanted to set for the upcoming year. And, you know, for me, one of those goals was really to get in better shape. And, you know, I know that's probably one of, if not the most common, you know, New Year's resolutions or whatever you want to call it is to to get in better shape. Right. But I wanted to like really, really get in better shape. I wanted to get in the best shape of my life. You know, I'm 36 years old, got young kids, you know, we've got businesses, you know, life's just been wild for the last, you know, five or six years. We've been running in a lot of different directions and, and all of that's amazing. But, you know, I'd kind of, you know, let myself go a little bit from a, from a health, from a fitness standpoint. Um, so I remember telling my wife, uh, you know, I want to get in the best shape of my life. And in fact, she and I are taking a trip to Greece, uh, this July. So here in a couple of months, so I remember telling her, uh, I don't want to just get in the best shape of my life. I want to look like a Greek God by the time we go to Greece. Um, you know, and she just kind of rolled her eyes at me and, you know, gave me that sure you will, you know, kind of look. Um, but here's the thing is, is, you know, me wanting to get in better shape was, and needing to get in better shape was not really due to lack of trying you know i was working out and training um you know i was or at least i thought i was you know eating pretty good right and doing things like intermittent fasting and you know but i was doing it all on my own right i didn't have any guidance i you know would read i would do some research i would follow people on online that, you know, were trainers or, you know, nutrition experts. And, you know, I, I put some time into, you know, trying to understand, you know, what types of workouts, what types of training should I be doing for the results that I wanted to get, you know, what should I be eating? What should I not be eating? But, you know, there was a couple of things missing. One was I just, I didn't really have the knowledge and the information to, uh, Applied to get the results that I wanted. The second thing was I didn't really have a system or a process. I wasn't really tracking anything. Um, you know, the workouts I was doing, they were hard and I felt like I was making progress, right? Because I would, uh, you know, be sweating and, and, you know, sore the next day. It was, I was pushing myself in these workouts. I wasn't phoning it in, but there wasn't really any method to it right i wasn't intentionally focusing on different muscle groups and i wasn't um you know tracking progression in my workouts to see you know was i actually getting stronger and then on the nutrition side which i would if i'm being honest that was probably the piece i was focusing on the least um you know but but i really just didn't have a clue of like hey if my goal is to lose body fat um you know, what should I be eating? How much should I be eating? So the the point is, is, you know, me needing to get in better shape was not because I wasn't trying, right? I was putting in some time, I just didn't really know the best way to do it to get the the real results, right? And I didn't want, you know, to just like do it for a couple of months, drop some weight, and then go right back to kind of bad habits and, and the way that, you know, I was approaching this before. Um, I mean, I'd even back during the pandemic, when the lockdowns were going on, my wife was pregnant with, I think that was our second kid at the time. Um, I did this 75 hard challenge. I think I even did a podcast episode about it. And it was brutal, right? It was like two workouts a day for 75 days straight, plus no alcohol, plus, you know, following a diet plan and, and all these things. And, and I actually dropped some weight. I got down to probably the, the lowest weight I'd been since college. I'd put on some muscle. Like I looked pretty good, but that program was not sustainable, right? That was something that, you know, day 76, I was like, hell yeah, I'm done with this. Like, let's drink some beer. Let's, you know, let's kind of cut loose a little bit, um, you know? And so then year and a half later, I was really kind of back to where, I'd started when I did that challenge in the first place. So, you know, my goal coming into 2023 was to really learn the, the science behind the nutrition component, you know, what to eat, how much to eat, um, you know, really understand what type of training should I be doing. And I wanted to get serious transformational results, but I wanted to do it in a way that was sustainable and and then i could incorporate into my life forever all right so there's a point to all of this um i'm i'm sure most of you don't you know really care about my training routine or you know me trying to to look like a greek god for for my trip to greece right but you know so here we are in in may um so here's what i decided to do i did a lot of research and decided to hire a trainer and i actually went with an organization. This is more of a virtual, you know, training. I'm not working one-on-one with a trainer in person that lives in my area. My trainer's actually in the UK. Shout out to Ryan Stevens. He's a beast and, um, he's been, he's been awesome to work with, but, um, you know, I found this, this program that really resonated with me, this company it's called Supra human. I'll put a link to it in the show notes in case other folks want to check it out. But, you know, they're really focused on helping CEOs and entrepreneurs that, you know, have been successful in, in business and probably most other aspects of their life. Um, and like me, you know, they, they were trying, you know, to to do well from a fitness and a nutrition standpoint, but again, just didn't really have that, that direction. Um, they're not so much focused on the person that needs to lose, you know, 60, 70, hundred pounds, you know, they're focused on the person just like I described, just like I was where, you know, I probably needed to lose 25 to 30 pounds over time, but, you know, really wanted to, um, do it in a sustainable way and make it a part of my lifestyle forever. Uh, so anyways, this company superhuman. It really resonated with me, their mission you know, their approach to it. Um, and, and I, I don't even remember how I found them. I'm sure it was, you know, online like Instagram or YouTube or something of that nature. Uh, so I reached out and I set up a, a free consultation. Right. And and I was pretty excited going into it. This is probably October, November timeframe of, of 2022. So I do my first call with, with this superhuman company. They talk about the program gets me even more excited than I was going into it, and then they dropped the price on me, right? It was a big number, um, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for 90 days, you know, to get started and, and see how it goes. And then after that first 90 days, there was a re-up, right? Which was, again, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, fortunately, because of our businesses, you know, I'm in a position where, I can make that type of investment. And this was important enough to me. I was serious enough about it at this point that, you know, I really did look at it as an investment, but nonetheless, it was scary, you know, for me to say, Hey, I'm going to, you know, pay all these thousands of dollars for a fitness program. And I hope it works. So I did it though. I pulled the trigger, made that investment. And, you know, when I did it, I made a commitment to myself. And that commitment was, I'm going to put my ego to the side, right? I'm going to follow blindly, you know, what my trainer tells me to do from a nutrition standpoint, from a training standpoint, I'm going to commit to it for 90 days. And I'm going to do every single thing that they tell me to do. And I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to say, well, you know, I used to, I used to use battle ropes, you know, in my training, and and you know, there's no battle ropes incorporated into it. Or, you know, I used to do intermittent fasting, where you know, I would would fast for 16 hours and and only eat in eight hour windows. Um, I threw all of that to the side, right? I swallowed a little bit of pride, and I recognized that you know, I'm spending all of this money to work with someone that knows what the hell they're talking about has done it themselves. My trainer's freaking jacked. Um, You know, so he's walking the walk himself, but he's also already in this, this company superhuman as a whole has already taken countless other people through this process and gotten transformational results. Okay. So that's where I had to really make the commitment and say, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to try to act like I know better or, you know, push back or resist on any of it. All right. So, you know, like I said, it's it's May 2nd. I'm recording this. So, you know, call it four months in. I'm down 25 pounds. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I'm not quite, you know, Greek God status yet, but I do feel like I'm well on my way. You know, I've uh I I've got, you know, some abs poking through. I'm I'm, you know, definitely down significantly from a weight standpoint, but, but even more so a body fat standpoint, and I'm putting on good lean muscle and I'm learning how to do it the right way. I'm learning how to do it in a sustainable way. And here's the craziest part, because I was willing to kind of just put my ego to the side and, and like I said, follow blindly, uh, about three or four weeks into this whole deal. I kind of had this realization. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is easier than what I was doing before. <laughs> the workouts while I'm pushing myself, and again, I'm not phoning it in, I'm really pushing myself, but the workouts are not as intense as the workouts that I was doing for myself. And and the best thing is the nutrition side of it has not been that you know, limiting in terms of what I can and can't eat. It's really just a matter of understanding, you know, what to eat and in what quantities, right? So things like tracking macros, right? And and how much protein are you taking in every day? Um, you know, how many calories should I be, you know, trying to, to stay under, you know, for the day while also hitting these other macro targets, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, um, but as long as you're doing that, right, so these are the guardrails, right, that that my trainer provided to me. But as long as I'm staying within those guardrails, I've been able to eat whatever I want, you know. So I love cheeseburgers. I love to make smash burgers on my grill. We still do that like once a week, right? My kids love pizza. We still have pizza probably once a week. Obviously, there's some discipline and obviously you can't go you know, nuts with some of this stuff. But the, the point is because, you know, my trainer understands the science, you know, behind the, the nutrition and, you know, we spent a lot of time really talking about what my goals are and and what I was looking to get out of this. You know, he came up with a plan for me and I committed to following that plan. So not, not done, not where I want to be, uh, you know, ultimately, but I feel like I've made really, really good progress. So what's the point of all this? Again, I realize most of you probably could care less about, um, you know, my fitness journey and, and you know, what I'm learning about good nutrition, but, you know, there's a parallel here, right? And if, if you haven't, you know, picked up on where I'm going yet, um, the parallel I'm drawing is, you know, this experience that I just shared with you to that of, you know, investing in a franchise business. Um, you know, if business ownership is a goal of yours. You know, a lot of people get really stuck. They just kind of spin their wills. They, they kind of know they, they have this, you know, idea in the back of their mind. In some cases, it's been there for years and years and years that they want to own their own business. You know, they want to break away from you know being beholden to an employer or being beholden to, to someone else for their livelihood. Um, and you know, maybe they do a lot of research, right? I have a lot of initial phone calls with people that you know they've spent countless hours, you know, on online googling, and you know that can feel productive sometimes, right? It feels like you're trying. Uh, just like I felt like I was doing the right things because I was, you know, working out consistently, and I was at least thinking about, you know, eating right. Um, so, you know, I, a lot of people kind of get stuck in this rut where, you know, they're they're just spinning their wheels, um, but they're not really taking any steps forward, you know, towards the goal that they're they're working towards. So, you know, I think there's a couple of other, you know, parallels here that are worth kind of pointing out. If you're listening to this podcast, then there's a good chance that you're looking to create more freedom in your own life. There's also a good chance that you realize that owning your own business can be a great way to take more control of your livelihood and create more of that freedom that we're all looking for. Also, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you realize that I specialize in franchise ownership. In addition to owning franchise businesses myself. I have a franchise consulting firm, Path to Freedom, where I help people navigate what is typically an overwhelming process of understanding franchising, identifying specific franchise companies that could be a fit, and then conducting the due diligence in a thorough and efficient manner with those franchise brands. My whole purpose here is to leverage my experience working for franchisors, owning franchises myself, and how we've been able to use that to create more freedom in our lives and help you determine if that could be a path that makes sense for you as well. So if any of this sounds interesting, if you've considered business ownership in the past, whether you've explored franchising specifically or not, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to learn more about you and what it is that you're working towards in your life And determine if I may be in a position to help. A great starting point is the link below in the show notes, which will take you to a short form to fill out. And you'll receive a free copy of an ebook that I've put together, The Seven Steps to Freedom Through Franchise Ownership. That'll also get us connected. And I'd love to set up an introductory call where I can explain a little bit more about the process that I use to help people Determine if franchise ownership could be a great way to start charting their own path to freedom. So click the link below in the show notes, receive the ebook, and let's get connected. I'd love to hear from you. So I mean, I think one of the most obvious parallels here is the simple fact that when you invest in a franchise, and and just like I always do when I talk about franchising, I'll preface this by saying. When you invest in a good franchise business that's structured the right way, that's actually providing value to the franchisees, um, value that justifies what it costs you to be a franchisee. And if you invest in a franchise business that's right for you, the right franchise for one person is not necessarily going to be the right franchise for someone else. You know, that's that's what my process that I take people through is all about. But, anyways, if you invest in the right franchise for you and a a good franchise, it's very similar to my experience with the trainer, right? Instead of having to go about it on your own, instead of having to, you know, try to figure it out and potentially, you know, being stuck, even though you're putting in the time, energy, and effort and even money you know, the, the, the good franchisors out there, they've done it before they've built a successful business themselves, you know? So just like my trainer, they're walking the walk, right. But they've also shown other people how to do it. And those other people have gotten good results as well. And, you know, I'm sure superhuman, this, this, you know, company that I'm working with has had numerous clients that have, you know, paid the money, started the program, and not gotten the results, right? Because they can't do the work for their clients, right? They can, again, give you the playbook. They can give you the guardrails. They can give you all the knowledge and expertise. They can even hold you accountable. But if the client doesn't do the work, they're not going to get the the fitness results, right? So I'm sure they've had people, you know, drop out after a period of time. Uh, just like any franchise system that's been out there for any any amount of time, not all of their franchisees are going to go on to be successful. Certainly not all of their franchisees are going to obtain the same levels of success. It's the ones that you know really put in the work and execute that that are going to get the best results. But that's kind of the second parallel here too, right? Is when you invest in a franchise business, follow the system. And I would even say, follow the system blindly, at least for a period of time until you really know what you're doing. You have an established business. So, you know, just like I had to do with this trainer, I had to drop my ego a little bit. I had to say, look, what I've been doing on my own is not getting the results I want. So let me learn from this person and from this organization that does have the results I want and has successfully shown many other people how to get it. So same deal in a good franchise business, right? Um, This is one of the most mind blowing, but also (laughs) aggravating things that I see is when, you know, people invest in a franchise business and then, you know, almost in some cases right out of the gate, they're pushing back, you know, they're fighting the, the system. They think they have a better way of doing it. And, and, you know, I'm not saying at some point, don't, you know, start thinking outside of the box a little bit. If, if you own a franchise business and don't, you know, give some feedback to the franchise or, or, you know, bring new ideas or suggestions to the table, the, the best franchise systems out there, they, they love that from their franchisees. They encourage that, but you know, that should come later, right. That should come after, you know, you've learned everything you can, from the franchise or once you really know what the business is, what success looks like. So anyways, I think that's the other parallel. Um you know, for me with this fitness program, like I said, it was a lot of money that I invested, right? And I think that for me was a big component of being able to to make the mindset shift of, hey, I'm freaking doing this and I'm I'm committing. I'm all in, right? because I had serious skin in the game. Um and and I share this with people. I was talking to a friend of mine recently who uh he and his wife own a franchise and uh, I helped them get into it a few years ago and um you know it's it's been they've had some ups and downs for sure just like every business owner does. Um but I share this with people. I think this is one of the things that maybe sometimes people don't think about as much when they think about the benefits of owning a good franchise business and that is the skin in the game piece, right? I've seen people, my wife and I have started, you know, businesses that were not franchises where we didn't have a whole lot of skin in the game in terms of kind of, you know, initial investment to get the business going. I've seen this with with so many other people too. Um, when you don't have that skin in the game, it's a lot easier to walk away when things get tough, you know, and, and things will get tough. I don't care what the business is. I don't care how good you are, uh, things will get tough. You will have shitty days and there will be times where, you know, you're like, it's it's going to be so much easier if I just walk away from this, right? And, and that's a lot easier to do if you don't have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of skin in the game, you know? So when you invest in a franchise business, you pay the franchisor, you know, fairly substantial franchise fees up front. Right. And, and there's, you know, value in exchange for that. Right. Um, you know, that's what gets you access to, you know, the systems, the processes, the training, the branding, the marketing. You know, most franchises have some sort of a protected territory model, which is actually an asset that sits on your balance sheet. And that's, you know, a big part of what you're getting when you pay those initial franchise fees. But the point is, it's a hell of a lot harder to walk away when things get tough uh, because you have that skin in the game you know, and I think for most business owners, the first, you know, 12 to 18 months are going to be the most challenging. And that's probably when, you know, a lot of business owners fold, um, you know, is in that first year to year and a half, right? So if, you know, because you have that skin in the game, um, you know, you're able to push through, chances are, you're going to be glad that you didn't walk away. And I think that was the same for me with this training program, right? Like the first month was probably the hardest because it was, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I was learning, right. And I was having to to figure out how to incorporate these things that I was doing into my, my day-to-day routine. Um, and it was also tougher because obviously it takes a while to start seeing some results, right. I didn't, you know, wake up after the first week of this program and be like, "Damn, I look great." Um, no, it took a while, but once I started seeing, you know, some some physical results, that made it a lot easier for me to keep pushing. You know, that built momentum. So, same deal in a business, right? You're not going to be profitable after your first week of business or month of business. You know, chances are different businesses, you know, can ramp up quicker than others, but you know, there's always going to be that ramp up period with a business. And, you know, once you start getting to the point where you've got some money coming in and some cash flow, and you're starting to reap some of the the rewards from all of your hard work, makes it a hell of a lot easier to keep pushing and to get through the tough days. Um, so I think that's an interesting comparison there as well. And then I, I think another is is accountability. You know, there were days And still, are days you know where I didn't feel like doing the workout that my trainer had written for me. Um, I didn't feel like, you know, tracking my food. That's that's that was one of the big adjustments for me. Was you know I talked about the the nutrition targets that I have, and and those targets have been, you know, adjusting based on the the progress that I've made and kind of what phase of the the program I'm in, but. Um, there were days where I didn't feel like doing it right. Or I just wanted to, to go, you know, buck wild and, you know, eat three cheeseburgers instead of one or whatever the case was. Right. But, you know, we track everything. My trainer can look at it in real time. And and there were definitely instances where I made the right decision, not because I wanted to make the right decision. I made the right decision because I didn't want my trainer to see that I made the the wrong decision, right? So that accountability piece, I think, is huge. Um, another parallel I'll draw, and then I'll wrap this up here pretty quickly. But, you know, one of the other things that drew me to this, this training program and this company, Superhuman, is that, you know, there's a big cultural component to this, right? I, I think I mentioned earlier there – their main focus and their main kind of customer demographic is CEOs and entrepreneurs, right? So people that are busting it in business, people that are highly successful in that aspect of their life, but there's like a mastermind component to it as well. Right. So, um, you know, I have my trainer that I kind of work one-on-one with, but you know, then we have this, this mastermind group where, you know, we meet, We share information, we share ideas, you know, we just talk about things and that has been hugely valuable, right? So um, not only am I getting value from the organization itself, right, which you could compare to the franchisor in, in my little example here, but I'm also getting a lot of value from the other members, you know, of this group, I'm learning from a lot of them, and not just about fitness and, and nutrition, right? Like, there are some people in this group, probably most of the people in this group are much, much further along than I am, you know, from in terms of financial success, right, and what they've accomplished in business. So, I mean, it's like a freaking goldmine for me just to be able to hear and learn from some of these other folks. Um, so you get that in a good franchise too. Not only do you benefit from what the franchisor, you know, is teaching you and and the different ways that they're supporting you, but in a really good franchise, especially if it's one that's a good fit for you, it's a good cultural fit. There's so much value that can come from relationships with other franchisees. You know, think about it. You own a business in your local market. Again, like we've already talked about, there's challenges, there's going to be bad days you know, how nice would it be to, to have a network of other people that all own the exact same business as you? They're not competitors, right? Because um, they're in different markets and everyone's got protected territory. So they're really your peers. Um, but they're doing the same thing that you're doing. They're, they're building the same business that you're building. So on those tough days, you know, you've got a support network. And you know, the really good franchises out there, they intentionally, you know, try to create a culture where shared learning and, you know, best practices, um, you know, are, are, are shared amongst all of the franchisees. And it's really that, you know, rising tide raises all boats type of thing. I always mess that that quote up, but I think I got it right. Um, so anyways, that's another to me, really, really interesting parallel there. So one last point I want to make, and then we are putting a bow on this episode, right? So, so far I've been drawing the, the comparison between, you know, this, this training program that I'm a part of and, you know, joining a, a franchise organization as a way to start a business versus going at it on your own. Um, one other comparison though, is look, if you're interested in, you know, exploring franchise ownership, learning more about it, you know, figuring out if it even really could be a direction that makes sense for you. Again, why go at it on your own? Why not work with someone that has done it is doing it themselves and um, and and can really give you a, a methodical process to follow and and understands, you know, the right way to navigate this whole process from, you know, learning what you need to know to to even, you know, really have a sense of if owning a franchise could be right for you. and And then, if it is something you want to explore further, how to go about identifying the right types of franchise businesses and then how to thoroughly and properly do the research and the due diligence to really understand these different franchise opportunities and, you know, whether or not it's worth making an investment in. So that's, that's where I come in. You know, I I love nothing more than getting on the phone with someone that just has some good questions and genuinely wants to learn more about franchise ownership. I have no expectations of where it goes from there. You know, if I'm in a position to help and and the interest is there, then absolutely. You know, I've got a very thorough, very methodical process that I work through with people, um, you know, to really help them get clear on what do they want to get out of a business? What are the key characteristics of a business that makes the most sense for them? you know, what type of lifestyle do they really want as a business owner? I think that's something that that a lot of people miss or, or don't put enough thought into when they're, you know, looking at different business opportunities for themselves. Um, so love to, to help people through this process, right? And I'm able to, you know, really lean on my experience working for numerous franchisors earlier in my career. So, you know i have good perspective from from the franchisor side of the table but also now as a franchisee you know currently we own two different brands that that we've built both are you know seven figure plus businesses uh we've done some things well but we've definitely messed some things up too right so that's all you know real life experience that i'm able to really um you know leverage to help the people that I work with through the process. So that's the last comparison I would draw, right? Is if, if business ownership is something that's of interest to you, and, and if franchise ownership has really not been on your radar up to this point, I'd encourage you to, you know, just think about it, learn more about it, you know, and it's not just fast food restaurants, guys. If if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, you know, that I don't really work with food brands. I'm not a huge proponent of, you know, food brands from an ROI and a lifestyle. I'm a consumer of some of these, right? I don't have anything against food, but from, you know, a a business ownership standpoint, they're, they're not, you know, at the top of my list, but anyways, there's so many different types of franchises out there. Chances are, you know, there's a lot more to franchising than, you know, what you may currently think, uh, at this point in time, unless you've really dug in and and done some extensive research. So that'd be the first thing is I'd, I'd encourage you to, you know, if you're kind of spinning your wheels, even if that means you've been putting some time and energy into it, right. Doing, doing the research and whatnot, you know, take some steps towards, you know, maybe looking at a pathway that's going to give you more of that support system. Like I've described here today, and, and if you think you'd like to learn more about franchise ownership, reach out to me. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to talk to anyone that, you know, just has some questions or just wants to learn. And if it goes nowhere beyond that first call, that's that's perfectly fine. You know, and, and if it does, you know, go go somewhere beyond that, that's great, too. Um, and here's the best part, you know. Like I said, I I've invested thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars at this point into this fitness program and it's worth it. Uh, I'm happy that I did it, but my services are free, right? My services won't cost you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Um obviously there's an investment required if you decide that that you do want to, you know, move forward with owning a franchise, but you know, that money doesn't come to me. Um, that money goes to to obviously the franchisor and startup costs and, and whatnot. So I do get paid by the franchisors if and when I introduce them to someone that goes on to become a franchisee. But my services are always free to the individuals that I work with. There's never any obligation. There's never any pressure. It It truly is my goal to just, you know, help open people's eyes to the possibilities of franchise ownership um owning franchises has been amazing for me and and for my family it's given us a lifestyle that we never would have had you know when we were working for other people it's giving us financial resources um and we're really just getting started you know on our journey so I just want to help other people you know understand this Avenue um, that, that it is an option. And, and I think there's a lot of people out there that franchise ownership could be amazing for, but it's not something that they've really thought about or looked into, or, or it's not on their radar. So that's my mission guys. Um, so, you know, reach out if you think you'd be interested to learn more tons of podcast episodes out there. We're working on building out the YouTube channel, Uh, to get more, you know, good informational content out that way. I've got a newsletter that you can sign up for. And again, I'm always happy to jump on a call and, you know, meet you and and answer any questions and see if I may be in a position to help. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for dropping in and go take some steps towards reaching your goals, whatever those may be. Thanks. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at number 2 frdmcom Thanks again. Now go drop in.